Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years, and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only. I think it was a good experience for us. Um, one we've learned as we've gone along, but uh, obviously uh, we wanted to qualify, but we didn't. We came here not to defend, we came here to, to play our game, and so in that uh, aspect I'm very happy with the performance. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Simon Donnelly. Listen live weeknights from five. Talking Scottish football first. Let's go! It was a good night in Europe for the Glasgow Giants. Rangers 1-1 in Lyon. Celtic are through to win over Betis. But at what cost with uh, an injury to... Kyogo during the match 0808 17 17 700 we've got a huge weekend coming up as well we're with Barry Ferguson Simon Donnelly both halves of the old firm and Hearts play Rangers great tie near the top of the table on Sunday first versus third 12 o'clock and Celtic against Motherwell at three tomorrow Dundee United against Livy Ross County against Dundee St Johnson against Aberdeen and St Mirren against uh, managerless Hibs who would be a football manager Q Barry Ferguson. Barry, it's been some week. First of all, what about Rangers last night, 1-1 in Lyon? Yeah, it was a good result. It was a, a good opportunity um, for some fringe players who have not had a lot of minutes to, to go and show the manager that they want to be part of the plans. Guys like Joe McLaughlin, Nathan Patterson, Lundstrom, Roof and Scott Wright who, who got his goal. Um, so that was a, a good opportunity for them and um, a good result away from home um, against a good Lyon team. GVB continues in great form as the new manager. Simon for Celtic, unrecognisable team at the start last night, in fact, throughout. But how well did they do to beat Real Betis? Really good performance. Uh, much like Barry said, I think uh, Celtic took the opportunity of using some fringe players. I thought it was a good performance on the night, a lot of youth in the team. But the talking points, obviously, Kyogo, you know, he's picked up that injury and it, it could prove to be costly over the the next few weeks it shows you up front they are really lacking Jukamakis not fit a Yeti was on didn't do too badly but he's also got hamstring injury there's no word yet Barry on how serious it is for Kyogo was it wrong to play him or did he have any other option I, I don't think he had uh, much options um, listen he's a number one striker no doubt about it since he's come in um, and signed for Celtic he's been he's been absolutely great for Scottish football some of his performances have been exceptional scores goals so that that will be a big worry not just for the, the managers but the, the Celtic fans because he's a massive player for Celtic and a massive player for Rangers in recent years has been Ryan Jack we've not seen enough of him but of course last night missing again Barry um, we'll hear GVP be, speak about him shortly but it's a, it's a worry isn't it? As a worry I was looking forward to seeing Ryan he's, he's come on um, for 10, 15, 20 minutes over the last 3 or 4 weeks I was expecting him to start the game so when the news came through that He'd suffered a setback um, or an injury in training. Um, as a worry, listen, I've been pretty open in terms of Ryan Jack. I think when Rangers signed him, 
I thought he was a good player. <coughs> was he going to be a, a a player that's going to be in the starting eleven? I wasn't too sure, but I've got to be honest with you, he's um, he's turned into a top midfielder for me. He's going to be. He has been, sorry, a big miss for Rangers. I think he's a he's a top player. He brings a lot to the Rangers team. Good footballer, good engine. Um, he's aggressive on the pitch, so that will be a worry because uh, he's been out a long time with an injury. I think it was eight or nine months. I think the Rangers fans were absolutely delighted to see him back. So hopefully it's just a niggle and it's nothing too serious. Um, but we just need to wait and see the news it's going to come out of Rangers so here's the manager today they flew back last night after the game the early kickoff. here he is speaking about Ryan Jack uh, well we, we still I don't know if it's the same injury uh, we had, he had a moment uh, the last training before Lyon he went up the pitch uh, with, a, with a problem so we have to still are diagnosing the problem and once we know more you know we, we can tell uh about the, um, the injury he has. Uh, so far, he will not be available for Sunday and hopefully he will, uh, he will join us soon. Uh, hopefully, because he's working hard, of course. Hopefully back soon, Simon Donnelly. Rangers would love to have him now with so many games coming up, so many important games. They're still in the Europa League. That's important. But the 40 million league title is the big one, isn't it? It is, it is for Celtic and Rangers, uh, but I, th- I think the positive from last night, you know, Rangers going, were quite comfortable against Lyon in France. Uh, Celtic beat Real Betis at home, who I think beat Barcelona at the weekend. Yep. So, I mean, people will say that they shuffled the pack, but so did Celtic and Rangers. So they held the Scottish flag high last night, uh, representing the country. But yeah, the downsides, the, the injuries that have been picked up, particularly by Celtic. Barca, everyone's talking about, is it going to be Barca against Rangers with GVB? What a great career. Rangers, Arsenal and of course Barcelona. Uh, well, he's been speaking about it today. <laughs> of course. I mean, we have to wait to see the draw, but you know, if you are in this stage of the Europa League uh, and you see the teams involved in the in the draw, you know, I don't have a preferred team. You know, just wait and see who we're going to face, but um, there are definitely some teams, you know, it will bring some some memories to my uh, to my to myself. Yeah, he was going to be asked about that, wasn't he, Barry? That would be some tie. We know who they could face uh, in the next round. There's a few clubs there that you know well, including Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, but when once you go out the group stage, you've got to expect to come up against some top teams and and some of the teams that Rangers could face. Barcelona, obviously, been Gio's ex club, mm-hmm. um, fantastic team. Borussia Dortmund, you look at the players that they've got, Porto as well, you're, you're talking about Champions League teams there, <coughs> yeah. so when you get out of the group stage, that's the teams that you want to come up against and see how you can fare against them, so I'm sure Rangers will be looking forward to see who they can get. And for Celtic, they could be up against Maccabi Tel Aviv, Partizan Belgrade, just look at Spurs, of course, or Vitesse, they couldn't play because Carabag uh, and Celtic know all about them, yeah, Simon. Okay. Uh, you can see the difference between the two, though, aren't, couldn't you, with the, the conference, and I see that Brendan and Rodgers started the night top of the group yeah. and then um, and admitted out, admitted he's, uh, that he didn't know much about that tournament much yep. like myself to be honest uh, yep. Paul but yeah it's teams there that you look at and you think you know Celtic are capable of beating most yep. of them Spurs would be the obvious one that would jump out here the strength in English Premiership I'm not sure there's Roma maybe in there as well I don't see them on the sheet here but yeah, they, they teams look. Yeah, they you know, Celtic would fancy their chances against most of these teams. So it's regarded as a lesser tournament now, but 
you know, it'll be interesting to see where Celtic can go. Okay, the on Kyogo, we don't have much. Uh, last night, the manager was asked about it. Here was the answer. Nowhere near having a doctor's degree. Nowhere near having a knowing what a scan looks like, mate. Give me a chance. <laughs> They've just walked off the field. We'll we'll see. We'll assess once I get some information. We'll take that as a no then, Mr Postacoglu. <laughs> Any well, information I, straight after I've the got, game. Yeah. I've got to be honest with you, I know what a scan looks like because I've yeah. had plenty of them. Indeed. Um, yeah. But listen, it is a worry. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. He'll be he'll be desperate to, to find out and hopeful that Kyogo won't be missing many games because he's such an important player. Davy Proven said weeks ago that Celtic would be in trouble if they lose Kyogo. Now, hopefully, it's not too bad. It was maybe yep. a precaution. He was he was chasing back, wasn't he? Yeah. He clattered as he into always the big does. Defender. Yeah. He does, yeah, yeah. chasing them. He works hard. Yep. Uh, yeah, it is a worry. Obviously, Jota last week, uh, a couple injuries as well. They two, particularly Jota, I think, has been the man on form. Uh, those two and Callum McGregor for me uh, over the, the last few games. But it's always a worry, especially at this time of year when the games are coming thick and fast. Mm. Uh, they would look to get through these. <clears throat> excuse me. They all obviously had a great result at the weekend on the back of Jot, missing Jota. They went to Tanadice, which could have been a tricky one for them, and get a good result. So you're looking to the, that's why you've got the squad. You're looking for guys to come in, take the opportunity, and get Celtic through to the transfer window where they might have to, you know, purchase an all striker. He was also asked about a Yeti. Well, he also says that obviously uh, Albion's one yeah. looked uh, fairly significant. Kyogo, we're not really sure, so we'll just uh, we'll just wait and see if they're assessed. It's not the greatest quality, is it, uh, afterwards? Let's hear him speaking about the European experience, which, Barry, as you know, it started two up against Real Betis, almost three, and then uh, Betis came back to win. It's crazy, the results, isn't it? You know, 4-3, 3-2. Entertainment's there last night. Yeah, that's one thing about Celtic. They're dangerous going forward. They're going to create chances. Um, they're going to score goals. It's always been at the back where they've looked suspect but over the last few weeks domestically they have looked more solid <coughs> um, let's be honest with you they're not with Tanadice which is normally a hard place to go they never looked in any any trouble um, is that the best performance goal. you've seen of Celtic in yeah, the last look a lot's made of the centre backs at Celtic it's always going to take time for people to settle I mean Simon will tell you up here's a total different ball game it's 100 mile an hour um, people are, are in for a bit of a shot when they, they come up to these leagues um, it's not as easy as people think it is believe me when I say it I've seen plenty of players come and, and struggle um, and it's you've always got to give people a bit of time to settle but I'm afraid you don't get much time when you play with the old firm when we looked at the squads last night obviously we were on when Rangers came on and despite <clears throat> what six changes it was a really strong team that Rangers put out yeah. and Davey Proven and Leanne Crichton were saying it shows you it's a very good squad at Rangers when you looked at Celtic then and the team news came in it was like 11 changes yeah. and yet you know we were saying this is a chance for these players and my goodness they took it last night Stephen Welsh well now one of the more experienced yeah. players what about you and Henderson on the pitch for Terrific. what 30 seconds great to see his great, first goal great to yeah. see because I've been through it like Barry we've come through the ranks as youth players it's it's, it's, it's good to see uh, the boys getting a chance and a few of them you know have done their, their cases no harm with the performance mm. I thought Skills had a good game as well so yeah I think it's it's not really gave Ange a headache but it's in, it'll be encouraging for the, the next few games because when you get injuries, you need these guys. You need them. I know he'll go and try and strengthen the transfer window, but these are the guys that are in the squad just now and he will need a few of them over the, the next few weeks. Ura Gidi, someone we'd heard the name, but we hadn't yeah. seen him. Uh, I think he also impressed Simon. Yeah, Did the, you two, see? the two yep. boys from Sheffield Wednesday were on yep. and I haven't seen a lot of them. I think they were used pre-season, but again, 
solid performance uh, against a decent team. I was, I was kind of laughing last night when I seen Joaquin still mm-hmm. cutting about for Betis at 40 years of age. I think I retired too early. <laughs> <laughs> you could go back. 40 years old. Unbelievable, wasn't it, Barry? The yeah, running they when, did. When I yeah. came back in for training last night, obviously, yeah. the first thing I do is go and watch both highlights because you're obviously on radio the next day. And, yeah. and when they said 40-year-old, what a... I mean, he played. He's still, as well, yeah. still getting about. They still yeah. play at that level. Yeah. I mean, that that's top level. Um, to still be playing at forty, credit to him. He obviously looks after himself really well, and he's a, he's a top quality player. Would you have him at Alloa? Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. don't think he would kind of fit into your <laughs> kind of wage structure, <laughs> but yeah. we would um, we would give it a go. But if he decides to maybe look to move in the summer, you never know. Mm-hmm. There is a trend here though, isn't it? When you talk about Ronaldo, what's he only 36? And all the goalkeepers. Yeah, he's 40 as well, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. It is phenomenal. And it's all the sports science, the way that people, some of these young players have never had a drink. That, yeah. I'm not saying that Joachim hasn't had a drink or um, Ibrahimovic, maybe not. Joachim just seems to have been around for, forever, mm-hmm. you know. And I remember him, I was actually talking to my kids, we were watching the game, and oh, who did he play? I said, well, I think he's more or less been at Betis all these days, but he's certainly played for the international mm-hmm. uh, team. In, in major tournaments and as I say when he pops up last night I don't know if he plays every game for Real Betis now maybe it's just in and out but I think he's involved in one of the goals and you can just you can just see his class uh, but at 40 yeah I was sitting there thinking maybe he gave maybe hung the boots up a wee bit early What age were you when you finished? 35 35 Barry you were about the same? 37 37, yeah. 37. Too soon now that you look back? No I had no. to I had to um, after my last operation I had no choice uh, the the surgeon um, kind of made the decision to say to me, listen, if you want to continue to maybe play fives or in some charity games, I think it may be a good time to, to call it a day. Mm. So I took their advice. They know better than, than anybody. He's certainly but certainly st- stuff at the star sixes a couple of Is that ago. right? Uh-huh. Yes, he yeah. was looking, looking the part. I'm sure. I said to Leanne Crichton last night, who were your role models? She was actually really interesting. I was speaking to Ross today in Manchester. He was saying, I love to chat with Leanne because I, did, I just thought about it. Say when she was 12, 13, and then there were no other girls playing. There wasn't a girls' team. She had to play in the boys' team. And it must be tough. And I said, who were your role models? And there was nobody in the women's game at that point. And she yeah. said it was Barry yeah. and Barry Ferguson, which, uh, I mean, it was it was really interesting last night, her take on it for women's football. And lots of you know girls in the family who are playing. And it's brilliant. Yeah, it's getting they bigger need... and bigger. Yeah. Um, no doubt about it. Leanna will end up being a, she'll be a role model for all the, the young girls now that are coming through. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just a sign of the times. At, at that time, there wasn't as it wasn't as prominent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, where are you tomorrow morning? Then the boys' football and the girls' football. I'm, where are you? Yeah. I'm first yeah. thing. I'm down at Norwood yeah. at Hags Castle again. Okay, uh, weather yeah. permitting. I think the games were waterlogged last week, so hopefully they're on tomorrow morning. I think I'm at High Blantyre. We're down at Douglas last weekend. And Barry, for you, it's the serious stuff. Well, it's always serious. But uh, Alloa against Clyde. Yep. yep, and we need to win. I'm not going to kid anybody on we, we're sitting in a, a position where if I'm being honest we shouldn't be with the, the quality we've got so we need to get three points tomorrow um, the boys know that I spoke to them last night just after training I made it clear so we need to go and get three points and how many points are you off the challenging position because there's not ten, that many we're, we're, yeah. no, we're, we're ten points off the top look we've had five players sent off in five games which doesn't help well, we were on here last week when yep. it came in, weren't we, last we're weekend? control yep. of the game last week, it's it's frustrating. Um, look, we could have been another couple of goals up, but we weren't. We were 1-0 up, but still in control of the game. And our player just makes a, a silly decision, mm-hmm. a, a stupid decision, which, um, listen, forget about myself or my coaching staff. He let his teammates down. Um, and listen, we had a chat with after the game. 
but listen, that's in the past now. We need to move forward and we need to make sure we get um, three points tomorrow against a Clyde team um, who's who who are under an uh, experienced manager and Danny Lennon. Of course, the excellent Marin manager as well has been around for a long time. Looking forward to that this weekend. All the games we'll discuss in the next couple of hours. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre, Paul Cooney, with two old firm legends, Simon Donnelly and Barry Ferguson. We promised Ange Postacoglu speaking about Celtic's roller coaster in Europe so far this season. We've progressed as we've gone along, giving a good account of ourselves. Tough group for sure, some quality teams in our group. You know, we've ended up on nine points, and, and I think more importantly, we at all times trying to play our football we fell short in certain areas but as I said as the, the competition has gone on I thought we've got stronger and you know it's pleasing for us we're disappointed not to get through obviously but again we've shown that you know, on our day we can we can play a match against the, the best in Europe I think it was a good experience for us um, one we've learned as we've gone along but uh, obviously uh, you know we, we wanted to qualify but we didn't you can call us 0808 17 17 700 or join us on the text Go plus your message to 87474 and we're on all the socials at Go Football Show. After the break, we'll hear from Scott Arfield and Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. Should Scott Wright start for Rangers after scoring last night and does Ryan Kent need to play like that every single game? The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. The weekend is officially underway here with the Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Christmas parties, Barry, I know you'll be concentrating in the games, but have you had a good week since I saw you? Yeah, yeah I've had a yeah. good week. Um, yeah, just a bit disappointed your Christmas party got, oh. got cancelled. Patched. Um, yeah, so <laughs> listen, I'm sure we'll have uh, many more. Um, I've seen yep. there's quite a few people having their, their Christmas um festivities cancelled which oh. which is disappointing because it's been difficult the last two years has been really hard for people let's be honest with you so I just hope um, this new variant yep. goes we'll away top of it. get the jab stay safe I was saying that last weekend my, bo- my booster yep. uh, letter yep. came in oh, so I got my booster last Friday yeah, I yeah, got my booster last Friday I got it two weeks ago. Yep, feeling good. Take care, everyone. Thanks to everyone in the health service who works so hard. And uh, let's hope we can have a good Christmas. There's no no lacking of football. There's so much on over the next few weeks and we'll be with you all the way until the Judgment Day, January 2nd. Celtic against Rangers. Barry, you're going to join us with Davy Proven for yep. that match? Yeah. How can you not look forward to an old fun game? Um, brilliant occasions. For me, the best... Um, Derby in, in the world. In the world. Um, yep, the atmosphere's absolute electric. Yeah, lucky enough to play in so many. Some happy times, some um, difficult times, but uh, great games to play in. Simon will agree with me. Um, when it's a full house, it's just, you can't hear yourself at times. Um, so I'm looking forward to January 2nd. Two teams really playing some good stuff since, obviously, Rangers since Gio come in. They've, they've kicked on a bit. That's four wins and a draw. And obviously Celtic are, are playing some good stuff under Postacoglu, so hopefully they can maintain that form and I think January 2nd they'll be an absolute cracker. As we see on Sky there, all the attention <coughs> on Steven Gerrard returning in the match against Liverpool. Who would have thought that just over a month ago? But Simon, more importantly for us, Celtic against Rangers, an old firm derby. Give us an insight. What was it like? Take any of them, but... Uh, I don't want to... I'll yeah. take the one that we, we, we beat Rangers 5-1. I think Barry was playing... Uh, but we went through a really difficult time in the, in the 90s. Rangers had a really good team. Uh, 
So that was a wee bit of kind of payback for all the, the hurt we'd suffered before. But as Barry says, they're the games to play in. They're the ones you remember. They're the ones the fans remember, you know, if you get results. Uh, and yeah, I hope to be at Celtic Park that day, uh, enjoying a home win. Barry, you come back then. He said a 5-1. Which one would you want to mention? Is the cup one of the, one of the cup finals is yeah, what you listen, normally do? Well, yeah. yeah, the 2002. The, we spoke the cup, about that before, yeah, didn't we? Yeah. The, the cup final. 20 years ago, and people still stop me, um, yeah. whether I'm out of the shops or whatever, and, and ask me about that game. There's some great occasions, as I said. Um, that If I look back in that Scottish Cup final, um, Paul, I've got to be honest with you, yep. you look at both teams, both teams were littered with, with top players yeah, yeah. Um, and you you couldn't tell like going into the game it was um, if we were in form mm-hmm. Celtic would beat us vice versa if Celtic were in form we would go and beat them but coming up against some some top players but also the players that I played with um, and that Rangers team were phenomenal footballers Newman, De Boer yeah. So, yeah, so, many go, yeah, so many of them so many of them a lot of people going about the form ones, but like Neil McCann's and that were, mm. were brilliant players yeah. for, for Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, Craig Moore at the back, who's on Go Radio, fantastic centre half. Yes, indeed, we can't shake him off. He's yeah. with us. Yeah, there was so, so many, so many good players, um, good there's, teammates. There's one there as well. Yep, Mikel Arteta. Yep, yep, he's on there. There's so many of them. We're going to take a call just now from Cami, a Rangers fan, is on the line. Good evening, Cami. Hi guys, good evening. Good evening. That was uh, some team that Barry was speaking about and I guess it was up against Larson, Donnelly and those days Maravchik as well. But uh, Cammy, what do you want to say? What about Rangers last night? Yeah, I thought obviously before the game he definitely would have took the draw and I know the result didn't mean anything to both sides but a draw gives Leon away from home is a doubt result considering how, how well they've done over, over Europe um, before the game last night. Yep, anyone. But what about Scott Wright? He got the goal. Is he pushing for a, a starting eleven? No. Um, I don't, for me, last night, the game was probably slightly scrappy. Um, I think both teams found it quite hard to get fully into the game. Um, Scott Wright was, was okay last night. I think he'd maybe say himself he, he would have expected a wee, a wee bit more. He would have wanted a wee bit more for himself. But a point for Rangers that will be good and Scott Wright getting, getting into the start of eleven um, will probably happen, happen in a few weeks' time. Players will need to be rested and uh, be given more of a chance. What about Ryan Kent? Uh, Ryan Kent was, um, I don't know, I, I don't think there was a standout performer for Rangers last night, if I'm honest with you. Um, Kent had an OK game again. I don't think he was much better than Scott Wright was, but I think it was just about the result for Rangers last night. Mm-hmm. Ryan Kent certainly started well, Barry. We were watching it live and uh, he looked to be back to his best. Uh, the width, he was terrific. Yeah, listen, he's a he's a match winner. Mm. Ryan Kent, when he's on top forum, certainly in that, that final third, they can come up with that bit of magic. Um, I, I really like him. I've always liked him. He's been through a couple of sticky patches, which players like that tend to go through, but he always comes out at the other end. Um, I just think he's such an important player for Rangers. Um, Rangers really need Tim firing. Because when he's firing, he's, he's a brilliant watch. In terms of Scott Wright, I think Scott Wright's got the potential to reach Ryan Kent's level. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I, th- I thought it was a, a great piece of business for Rangers uh, bringing Scott Wright last year um, in, at the tail end of January. 
and um, he's been in and out of the team but he showed flashes to me that he's got the potential to be a, a top Rangers player Craig Moore's got a phrase squad <clears throat> squad fillers and I don't mean I, I agree with yeah. you Barry you can see you've said it right away the um, the talent of Scott Wright what does it take Simon though to make that difference that you're in the starting 11 as Ryan Kent would be or Morellas normally or whatever just needs to do it every time he's on the pitch mm. uh, I, I, I like the guy as well I think he's got pace to burn uh, he'll get a confidence boost from the goal I know it's a well-worked goal with Kamara I think on the left and a little bit of deflection on it but he'll take a boost from getting a goal that's what you need to do every time you come in because if your chances are few and far between you need to get the manager to sit up and take notice of you but I think he's got a lot to give and he just needs chances it's, it's much like I think Mikey Johnson on the other side you know coming in from injury lacking confidence at time maybe trying too hard uh, to make an impression it is hard to, to burst into these teams because you've got talent round about all the time willing to take your jersey. So on Scott Wright's case, yeah, he just needs to keep doing it. Keep doing it and, and get the attention of the manager. Yeah, he just needs to, when he gets opportunities, delivering on a consistent basis. That's it. It's diff- wide players, Simon will tell you, wide players generally have a couple of good games, one-off game. Um, so that's something that he needs to he's try. He's caught my eye when yep. he's, he's come up. I think because he's pace as well. He's, he's direct. He's, he's, he's very similar. He's very similar to Ryan Kent. Mm-hmm. I, I can see why Rangers have, have went to to get him from Aberdeen. Um, and I think he's got the potential to break mm-hmm. into the team. He just needs to when he gets that chance. Obviously, last night was an opportunity for him. He comes up with a goal. Look, I've seen him play better, no doubt about yep. it. But I thought it was a good performance for him. Cammy, what's in your mind now? Are you thinking about Hearts on Sunday? Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a really difficult game for Rangers on Sunday, and it was one that one that will pose a problem for them. Obviously, it was a great result against Hibs, Hibs away, and just overall a great a great start under uh, under Giovanni. Um, but it will be a difficult game on Sunday for Rangers. I'm confident that they'll pick up three points. Scoreline, what do you reckon? I'll go for a I'll go for a three 0 Rangers. Um, I'll go for a three now Rangers win on Sunday just the three against Craig Gordon <laughs> probably he's the in-form keeper isn't he Simon Craig yes. Gordon uh, yep. he is and it's one of the ones where you, you sometimes question why Celtic let him go you know he's still got a lot to offer uh, probably wanted more game time but he's went back there and did really well I was at the, the game midweek last week and I thought particularly second half Hearts you know did really well I think there was a couple of opportunities Gary McKay Stephen threw in goal and kind of tripped himself up so that'll be a difficult game uh, I, I don't see it going all Rangers way but I, I still think Rangers have the quality to, to win that game Barry while Cammy's still on what about Jack Ross we haven't actually talked about it Cammy were you surprised would you have thought two and a half weeks ago when they put you out of the cup that the manager would be gone it, it's some game no. isn't it management yeah I was extremely surprised to be honest with you. I couldn't believe it when I when I saw it I just think it's it's poor from from a Hibs point of view, especially as you said, going going into a cup final. I just I couldn't. I was just surprised. I understand, obviously, it hadn't been the best run of the results, but obviously the, the league the league is obviously important. But I think if you're a Hibs or a Hearts, you, you are looking at the cups to try and go and win them, and that's that's what he done. He got Hibs to a cup final, and he didn't, didn't have the chance to to try and go win it for them. Slim margins, isn't it, Barry? Yeah, I was extremely yeah. surprised. Um, look, a lot of people are, are going on about the league form, and rightly so, with the quality that Hibs have got, four points out of 27 is no good reading, but we're a cup final. Mm. Eight or nine days away, um, are still enough games 
in the league campaign to try and get that third spot which Hibs would be looking to get yeah that. but it's, listen it's the crazy management game the chairman, you just don't know what's going to happen I mean if you look at Jack Ross's record over a period <clears> of time it's two <throat> cup finals yep, finishing yep, third yep. in just over two years I, th- I think he's done a brilliant job there mm-hmm. I know they're in a bad run of form albeit the result against Rangers um, they were really good but I thought he would have got more time for what he's done since he's been into Hibs you two are close to it. who's going to be the new manager I think they must have somebody up their sleeve you're they, not they, going they to must get, have yeah. I mean as Cammy says the, ti- the timing days before a cup final yeah. you, you would think they would have somebody lined up but again it kind of surprises you and it doesn't surprise you the, the volatility of, of, of football I think Hibs I said it the other night they're underachieving with what the players have got mm-hmm. I mean they show what they're capable of in the semi-final and then a few nights later get beat off Ross County I think it was up uh, at Dingwall oh, yeah. so mm-hmm. it, the manager ter- would be tearing his head out of that you know the frustrating side of you know watching his, his team at Hamden to, to two or three nights after at Dingwall but again I thought he might have been allowed a wee bit more time to try and turn the form round. Come on, who's the new manager then? So Alex <laughs> Neil, apparently he wants to stay in England. I think so. He was one of the favourites. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. seen. Was it the ex chief executive Norwich is now right. the chief executive? Yep. Uh, um, Hibernian. Yep. So it looked odds on that Alex Neil um, was going to get it. But obviously, you've just mentioned there, and I seen that the day that Alex Neil wants to stay down in mm. England. So. Who do you get? Do you? I would guess it would be somebody that's going to be out a job because I don't think they would want to go and pay compensation for a manager that's mm-hmm. in a job. So it'll be interesting to see who gets that job. Great, um, great, great job, isn't it? Great yeah, club. They've yeah. got good. I mean, you look They've at players. Very of course, good players. And to be fair to Ron Gordon, he backed him by rejecting offers for the likes of uh, Scott Nisbet. Um, so I mean, he was good. He was good with them to keep some of the players Nisbet, uh, Porteous. Um, some other you're looking for a bit of back when you're going through yeah. a difficult time certainly in the league I, I do believe that Jack Ross should have got a bit more time yeah. let's be honest mm-hmm. with you and Kevin is a bit back in form he'd been on form for a while but uh, personal problems but he has been back I think it's strange a name Derek McInnes maybe Cammy, who do you think? I think it's a tough one um, I, I agree with what you said I would think that they would have to have someone lined up because it was quite sudden yep. but I Maybe Alex Neal would be the man to replace Jack Ross. Apparently, he wants to stay, stay down south. Final point for you. You can see who Rangers will be up against in Europe, in the Europa League. <clears throat> we mentioned Barcelona, Borussia Dortmund, Porto, Seville. Who would you go for if you could? I think we could take, I think we could take the lot of them. <laughs> I think we could win. In the same night? Um, last <laughs> night um, Everyone who's dropped out from the Champions League, obviously, you know, Borussia Dortmund, or Barcelona, is it? Whoever we get, it's going to be an extremely hard game. You probably want that sheriff. Um, yep. But yep. To I respond. Think any draw, it's going to be tough. All right, Cami. Thanks very much for calling the Go Radio Football Show. We said we would hear from Scott Arfield. He's been speaking about his future. Well, like we, uh, uh-huh. like we always do. TVB. We'll hear from him in a second or two. Scott Arfield, because his contract's up fairly soon, isn't it? Up in the summer. summer. Yeah, I'm happy here. Everybody knows I'm happy here. As it goes on into the May, June, July time when you're out of contract, that's five, six months down the line. Right now, I'm fully focused on getting in the team, staying in the team, helping the team as much as possible. And, and as you say, it's a natural course, so I'll take it. Barry, would you give him a new contract? Yes, I would. Yeah. I like him. I like Scott Arfield. Um, he was in and out of the team under 
Gerard this season one thing Scott I feel brings you is goals for midfield late runs for midfield you ask defenders Simon will agree with me late runs are an absolute killer to the opposition and that's what he brings and also what he's got is he's got good experience he's got Arfield still looks fit as a fiddle and for me if he continues the form since Gio's come in you've got to be giving him an R contract Simon Donnelly yeah I agree with Barry I think uh, you used the term earlier on about squad fillers and yeah. no disrespect I think he comes under that category he's a good one I think he gives the impression he's a good one round about the dressing room you know you can always rely on him Pops up with the goal in the, the, the semi-final. Then found himself out of the team, but scored a fantastic goal throughout Livingston. And as Fergie says, that midfield running, you know, being able to go and bag a goal, I think he's a good one to have around the club. Yep, competition for places. He knows all about Make it. Make sure you're involved in the picture. But it's that calibre of player. You've got people trying to take your shot uh, every game. And that's what, that's what breeds confidence and that's what breeds success. So whenever you're called upon, you do your best to try and grab that shot. If he thinks it isn't a game for you, you take your medicine, sit down and help the team in a different way. This weekend, <laughs> he's good, isn't it's he? Yeah, that's the best attitude. Look, you're never happy when you're not playing, right? But as Scott Arfield just mentioned there, you take your medicine, you go and train harder, and when you get that opportunity, you grab it with both hands. That's the kind of attitude I get. Listen to Scott Arfield. And how did he get away? He's Canadian, isn't he? But that sounds very oh, yeah. Scottish accent to me. I mean, you, yeah. you asked me the question about Scott Wright. That, yeah. that he needs to take a leaf out of Arfield's book in mm. terms of trying to get into that team. Uh, not being too despondent if you find yourself on the bench and be ready to do the job when you step over that white line. How was Nathan Patterson last night? Here's the manager. No, I'm really happy with Nathan. He's you know, a young player, very, uh, very talented, of course, also uh, international for Scotland. Oh, you can see what he brings to the team. Uh, Especially the uh, the right fullback position, you know, I have two players I can I can play there, which uh, contribute a lot for for this team, and also his performance yesterday was was really good. Really happy with him, and you know, looking looking forward to uh, to work with him uh, for a longer time and to develop Nathan as well into a better player. Rangers fans, what do you think, Nathan Patterson? How can you keep him out? Last night did okay. Patterson. Yeah, but he's he's top quality. Um, I think I've said plenty of times on this show I think everybody knows what I think about him or feel about him I think he's got everything to go to the very very top of the game um, and the, the problem that Gio's got he's just mentioned there he's got two really good top right backs here um, the only problem is for me Nathan Patterson at this moment in time is ready to play is he going to sit on the bench and get frustrated um, so that's going to be... Listen, it's a brilliant problem mm. for, for Gio. Um, but the captain's at right back, but I just love him. Every time I watch him play, I get excited watching him. Three weeks' time, you know what happens? The transfer window opens. Yeah. It's going to be some January, isn't it, for Rangers and for Celtic. More about that with Simon and Barry next. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go! Huge weekend of football coming up and also the Grand Prix as well. F1, can you ever remember a time when there was so much attention on it? I wonder if some of it's manufactured, Barry, because... You know, year after year, it's been Lewis Hamilton. He's been amazing. So who's going to win this weekend? Is it Verstappen or is it Hamilton to take the crown? If I'm being honest, I'm, I'm no into F1. Neither am I. Yeah, Neither I, am I. I, just, I, I just can't. <laughs> I've um, seen you driving the car park. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, obviously, this is a yep. massive race. They're yep. the exact same points. Um, but listen, you've got to go for the British. 
got to go for Lewis Hamill. Lewis, amazing, yeah. He loves a Monaco, doesn't he? You can tell with Simon Donnelly that he spent a lot of time over there. But uh, what do you think on Sunday in Abu Dhabi? <laughs> yeah, I'll go with the Brit. I don't, my knowledge on yep. Formula One is limited. Very limited, but yeah, we'll go with the Brit, Lewis thank, Hamilton. Thank you for that great insight. <laughs> go Radio won't be launching a special uh, channel just for the F1 anyway, it, but it's going to be some like weekend. It? I do like it, yeah, but it was All so predictable for so long. Mm, I know, I know. An F1 but, car getting on a bit of track. So there's been a bit more action this year. You're right, normally it's... Yeah, uh, there's a bit of needle between the two. Oh, there is. See, they didn't look at each thing. other at all yesterday yeah. at the... Um, at the uh, press conference Simon tonight as well you're off to a gig you love your music as well yes. who who and where I'm going to see a band Mark Sharp and the Bicycle Thieves uh, I've met Mark recently he's a keen Celtic supporter but oh. he's very kindly invited me along to see his band tonight in Bathgate enjoy that in Bathgate take your passport and uh, Barry what about you St <laughs> Phoenix a band that you've been I've got a in Bathgate I know so have I <laughs> I've got a mortgage in Bathgate I'm for a sleepover <laughs> <laughs> Barry, one of your favourite bands? Because I'm thinking of Artie Joshi on Sunday night here yeah, on Co Radio. Phoenix. Yep. Yep. Um, they've, they've got a song out. I, I've got a bonus for you. It's brilliant. I don't know if you've you've heard it. Any of the two of you's happy place. Spotify? What's it on? Yeah, it's on Spotify. Right, okay. We've yep. played it on the show. Yep. yep. Brilliant song. Um, and I, I believe they're, they're big Rangers fans. They're actually from Kerluk, mm. just up the road um, from myself. We know uh, it well. So, yep. No, good. Um, very good song. That's my, my song just now. Great. Is, is this a mate? A mate, did you say? Or just somebody that you know? Okay, this no, is... just the, come across. This is the football show, Simon. We don't mind a wee bit. But <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Sunday night, the Go, the Go Radio football <laughs> show with Artie Joshy. Looking forward to hearing all the new bad heights. I saw them last Friday night. They were brilliant. And some <laughs> He's looks. just selling those two stories. I know, I know. Yeah, they were absolutely brilliant. <laughs> what was it? The heights at St. <laughs> Luke's. They were wonderful. Heights. <laughs> so, Go Radio football show, 0808. 17, 17, 700 were with the taxi centre. So many games. It's just game after game, isn't it? Crazy weather last weekend, wasn't it? Down south, um, Leicester, and their game started in pretty good weather, finished up in the snow. And can you believe in England, they're saying about Brendan Rodgers. Is he under pressure uh, to win this weekend against Newcastle United? But he won the FA Cup, what, just eight months ago? Bless that. Phenomenal. Crazy game, Simon, isn't it, football? It is, and especially... As the man sitting across there will tell you the management. Yep. Merry go round at times. Uh, and when the games come thick and fast at this time of year and things don't go your way, you know, you could be for the chop. But yeah, it's it's volatile. It's volatile at that end of the game. Too many games. That's what Ange Postacoglu was asked about. So Kyogo injured Ayeti last night, beat on as well, take a knock. Um he was asked about the intensity of one, his training and the way that he plays, but also the number of games. I do think it's too many games now. At the same time, you know, we're in Europe, we're in a cup final, which we want to be successful. So it's the kind of club we want to be. Yeah, you know, I think if we had a, a little more depth in our squad, then potentially it wouldn't be as much of an issue as it is right now. For, but there's no doubt if you want to maintain high quality football and, and have players playing at their optimum levels, um, like I said, at the moment, it's, it's it's too much to ask for players to play every three days um, and maintain those levels, I think. Ultimately, as I said, we we want to be playing in these games. We want to be in a cup final. We don't want a weekend off. We want to be in Europe. You know, we, we just have to, to sort of learn to cope with it. Simon, it's... Uh... You can hear what he's saying. There are so many games. That, yeah. Do we make too much yeah. of it? It's like a double-edged sword. I think I think the fans want to see the games, mm. especially it's, it's kind of tradition in this country as well. Going into Christmas, the games come thick and fast. As Ange points out, himself there, you want to be in them. You want to be in Europe. You want to be in cup finals. And as a player back in the day, 
I liked playing games more than you know the training. If the games came thick and fast, but if you put your manager's hat on and the medical side of it now in the game, how fast it is, yeah, I can I can see the argument for there being too many games for the guys to go out and perform at the top level. You know, every three or four days. Barry, I know you would much rather play two games a week than three, game, three yeah. games a week. Um, look, see when you, you're at big clubs, that's going to happen. If you're going to be in Europe, you're going to be fighting for um, cups, you're going to be fighting for leagues, you're going to come up against um, a lot of games. Um, that's why you need a, a big squad, you need competition for places. Posta Coglu's saying there that he's not got enough depth, but he made 11 changes mm-hmm. on Thursday night against Betis and they, they get a good result. So, he, listen, when you're at big clubs, you've got to expect to be involved in in three games a, a week. And, and now... The way that players are looked after, the sports science in the game, masseurs, all sorts of things, ice baths, I can go on and on and on. Um, they should be able to play three games a week for me and perform at a high level. Near Beaton was interviewed, it's on social media today, and he was captain last night and he said, yeah, one out of one. Come on, make the move, make me captain. It was actually good. It was, it was good. So is he a new captain? He's not the captain of the club. Uh, Callum McGregor has been terrific. Arguably one of the best players. I think, I think over the last wee bit, yeah, yep. Yota and Kyogo catch the eye, but I've been watching the games. I think Callum McGregor has been playing the captaincy role brilliantly, you know, leading the team by example. Fantastic performances. He's risen to it, Barry, big time, hasn't he? He has. Listen, I, I've always said about Callum McGregor, he's... Um, a top midfielder he gets the captain's armband a lot of weight on your shoulders you're interested to see how is it going to affect him but I think it's put him up a level no doubt about it he's been a, a real driving force I watched the game on Sunday against Dundee United and a lot of people all going about other players obviously Rogic with his, with his goal and, and some real good performance but, but I thought I thought Callum McGregor strolled it he had a cigar yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Pretty think... similar. Like, yeah. I look at Callum McGregor, I look at Stephen Davis mm-hmm. yeah. in the engine room. <clears throat> they're the guys that dictate the pace of the game. They're the guys who lead for the front. They're so important. Sometimes they go under the radar because yeah. they, they, they play really simple passes, but they're effective. Yeah. And I, th- I think last year, you could you could angle that at every Celtic player last year. He wasn't quite, but he's, he's back to his best this season. Mm-hmm. And we're just talking about how many games players play. I mean, he must have played the most over the last period. He hardly misses. I know he didn't start the other night. He came on, but he hardly misses a game. Yeah. See, see, when I'm mentioning players like Stephen Davis and Callum McGregor, see the thing about them? They keep the game simple. Yeah. But they're so, so effective. And they're so, so important. See, Stephen Davis was clearing off the line right at the end Yeah, for Rangers last night. He's, uh, yeah, he's, he's, a, how he's far, a star, isn't how he? How long yeah. can Dave will go on? I mean, he... he, he what age is he now? What age 36 is he? going on 37. Mm-hmm. They pro- I think the reason why he's played so many games is Ryan Jack obviously been injured. Yeah. Um, they, they could obviously go between the, oh, each of them. Very, very Yeah, he's, he's a brilliant... He's got better better and better wage, Stephen Davis. Um, he's not getting any younger, but if you look at him, the amount of games he's played, he goes away with his international team and he plays the 90 minutes away yeah. with Northern Ireland. If there's a double header, he plays the two games. Um, so it was good to see that he got a bit of a rest He'll definitely been the starting eleven for um, the game at Tynecastle on Sunday. I'd be absolutely shocked if he wasn't. He's that important to Rangers. And good for Rangers, as Celtic did, that they refresh things. Six changes, so that's good news. Good game management, good rotation of the squad, Barry. 
Yeah, but also, uh, I keep going back to it, it's also a big opportunity for yeah. the guys that have not had a lot of game time to go and say, here, Gaffer, I want to try and get into this starting 11. Um, so, it was, it, was a good, it was a good thing, I think, for both Rangers and Celtic. Mm. The guys that are on the fringes of the starting and, 11 and positive get an opportunity. Well, you know, because sometimes it maybe go the other way and then everyone yep. says, oh, well, they're not as good. Yep. I mean, Celtic's second stringer are the guys that are wanting to get in and get the jersey get a bit of criticism in Leverkusen when the game I think the whole shape of that game has changed on the back of Beaton coming off with an injury uh, very unlucky not to get anything out of that game so it was good to go and see Rangers and Celtic shuffle the pack last night and get positive results but I, I look at I look at Rangers team still strong it is, last yeah. night yeah. I mean you've got McLaughlin who I think is a fine goalkeeper Nathan Patterson Lundstrom I think over a piece He's starting to settle in and, and show that he's a good player. Kemar Roof, obviously been injured. Mm. I think when he's on it, he's a top centre forward and obviously Scott Wright coming in and getting his goal. So it was a brilliant opportunity. Mm. But the guys that I mentioned are good quality players. Lundstrom, he'll be desperate to get a run now, won't he? He's, uh, yeah, he's been know. out He's been yeah. out since Gio's come in. He's been yeah. on the sidelines. Listen, it was. Um, I, I know they didn't pay a transfer fee, but he, he was two years in the Premier League with Sheffield United. I've seen a lot of him because I watched wee Flecky doing it at Sheffield United. And Lundstrom, to be honest with you, was one player that stood out for me. Good energy, box to box. It took him a bit of time to settle, but I mentioned that at the start of the show, and Simon will tell you. Sometimes that happens. Uh, you see a Best lot of players. Rangers, it takes time. I think with the likes of Akiyogo, he hit the ground running but it doesn't all I mean we're talking about a Yeti I still don't think and I feel sorry for him last night limping off with a hamstring you know his first opportunity for a wee while European night but players sometimes take a wee bit longer but to, also to, they come in for a shot when they come into a game I, up here yeah. and they think yeah, but wow the size of the clubs and the demand on them as well it's different from even a, a Chef United Davy Proven hinted last night on this programme that Lundstrom would be wanted again down in England championship clubs who might be watching him at the moment because he's he's a top player. How's John Fleck? Any word, Barry? I know you. No, I just. Uh, yep. I mean, you obviously know what happened. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. Down at the, the yep. game at Reading, that I waited to the morning. If I'm being honest with you, and I was just glad I got a, a text message back saying that all oh, the tests come back, everything was okay. So, just needs to rest up, and we'll sure he'll be back because um, he's he's been brilliant for Sheffield United, Flecky. Yeah, he's been a a sensation um, down there. Brilliant to see because as a young boy coming through. There was a lot on his shoulders. Next big thing, he went. He took an opportunity. Went down to Coventry in League One, yeah. which I love to see with young players. Mm. He stepped down, produced the goods for Coventry. Got his move to Sheffield United in the Championship, and then every time I watch Sheffield United in the Premier League, um, certainly the first season, it was an absolute standout. So I'm just glad he's he's okay. That's the main thing for me. I'm sure he'll be tuned in to hear you, Barry. Simon, are you ready in the next hour? We're going to ask you for your predictions for yep. tomorrow's yep. games up against Barry, who was in red-hot form just a couple of weeks ago. I think you got them all right. Quick break for the news, then we're back. Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years, and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only. 
The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show in the second hour with Barry Ferguson, Simon Donnelly, Paul Cooney. Lots of your calls coming in. In general, the city is happy with the results last night. Rangers drawing 1-1 with Leon. Scott Wright scoring. Yeah, took a deflection, but a great move involving Kamara. Kent just before it, and then Scott Wright getting a goal. And for Celtic, 11 changes. Rangers had six changes. Celtic, 11 changes up against Real Betis. Could they get the win? Yep, they finished the campaign with a win. Uh, they've got nine points, Simon Donnelly, but they're one of only two teams not to go through on nine points. Is that right? Yeah. Right. They can count themselves really unfortunate, Celtic. I think, just listen to Ange talking there, they gave a real good account of themselves, scored a lot of goals, unfortunately conceded a few, but... We're in every game, you know. Even the the, the, the four was it four nil Leverkusen at home, four nil four one. It was, yeah. Even at that, they were in that for the first half hour yep. of the game, mm-hmm. uh, and they've gave they've added something to every game, and to be only one of a few teams to go out with nine points, yeah, they can count themselves a wee bit unfortunate. The Conference League, it's the third tournament, but there were there was there used to be the European Cup, the Cup Winners Cup, and yep. then the UEFA. The, the so that has happened before. They could be up against well, back Tottenham. To the start perhaps again, yes, it goes everything. There's nothing new. <laughs> uh, who will they be up against? And for Rangers as well. So we will bring you the draw first next week when the draw is made. We're looking forward uh, to see who it's going to be. But that's going to be a while away. It's going to be busy early part of the year, and then we've got uh, well the World Cup qualifier as well. Fingers crossed for that. It's going to be a huge year and can you believe Barry two weeks to go to Christmas a lot of football between now and then <laughs> yes the, uh, the time's flying time's flying um, two weeks to go I love Christmas I've got to be honest with you yep. my favourite my favourite time of the year um, but as you say there's a lot of football a lot of good games coming mm-hmm. up um, and it's a busy period it's always been a busy period it's always been busy for footballers and listen it's brilliant for the fans when they're off off their work they can go and get to the games and support their clubs. Tomorrow, what do we have then? Dundee United against Livingston, Ross County, Dundee, St. Johnson against Aberdeen, St. Mirren against Hebs. Will we start with Saints against the Highbies? Who would have thought it would be Hebs without a manager? Uh, Jim Goodwin, could he be the new manager? At, uh, he's followed Jack Ross before yeah. at Alloa, St. Yeah. Mirren. Simon, um, what do you yeah, reckon? Yeah, they're yeah. doing a good job at St. Mirren. Uh, That'll be a strange one tomorrow, you know, Hibs all of a sudden find themselves going there without a recognised manager. I'm looking mm-hmm. across the board at the, the Premiership tomorrow, I think they're, they're all very tight uh, and I'm going to sit on the fence with a couple of them. I think that might be a draw, St Mern Hibs. Just take it one at a time, Simon, that's how we do it. We'll, uh, so you think a draw? A score draw? So. Yeah, or yeah, I would, just, say, yeah. I would say one each. I'd say one each. I think Hibs will go there sometimes you get a quirky result you know you find you go there and win the game but I think the fact that it's away from home I think that'll be a draw David Gray in charge I see Steve Keane has been mentioned the academy director as being potentially the new manager so why is he not in the dugout tomorrow so we don't know Barry what do you think is going to happen Saints find it tough to score don't they they're up against Hibs who who knows what you'll get they do I've seen an interview from Jim Goodwin um, too many draws they need to turn the draws into um, wins Hibernian listen without a manager but also without their captain Hanlon who gets sent off and obviously McGinn as well who's a big player for them so that's two they're back four and I don't know if, I know Portis limped off and and uh, Wednesday night against Livingston. Um, listen, I don't want to. I don't want to copy 
Simon, but it has got a draw written all over it in terms of St Myrne's forum. Hibs, are they going to feel they've let their manager down and, and come up with a, a result? But listen, it's got a draw written all over the top of it for me. 1-0 the other night against Livy. It was a great result for Livy. Here's how the table looks. If I go to the bottom, Ross County on 11 points after the 15. Uh, St Johnson on 14 points. Who would have believed your old club, Simon? Second bottom. Dundee on 16, along with Livingston. St Mirren on 17. And remember, they just missed out on the top six by a goal uh, last season. And then Hebs on 19 points. And then Aberdeen on 21. We'll talk about the top of the table shortly. Barry, was that when you heard the result the other night, did you think Jack Ross might be in trouble? No. No. No, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, spoken Wednesday night about... At that stage before the game, it was four points out of 24. Look, it's no great reading, but still with Jack Ross, I tend to look what he's done since he's went through the, the front doors mm. um, at Easter Road and two cup finals, finishing third. Um, okay, they've had um, a tough time at the last six or seven weeks, but also they had a COVID situation in amongst that, which didn't help them. So, uh, yep, I was very surprised. Um, but it's a mad world of management. You, you mm. just don't know. What's going to happen? I mean, I look back on Saturday, Gus McPherson draws two each at home and gets sacked. Um, I know they're, they're they're down near the bottom, but you, you get a point and he, he's sacked straight after the game. You just, um, who would be a manager? Must be crazy. <laughs> what do you do now, Barry? You're the manager of Alloa. When we had the Falkirk result last weekend, you thought that, 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 that was it. one of it for yeah. Paul Sheeran and he's gone as well. <clears throat> I Tough. actually seen yeah. that because I remember your words at the time and nobody wishes it upon any manager, but... Yeah, I noticed that maybe a day or so after it was, he paid the price for a, a, a fantastic performance for Queen's Park, first and foremost. But as Barry says, it's the mad world of, of football that we're in. I thought I thought getting to the final would have bought Jack Ross some more time. Uh, it's obviously where you finish at the end of the season. And I think they finished third last year, which you can't ask for any more with a club outside Celtic Rangers. And he's in a cup final again. So it's for me, it's a little bit harsh. Has that affected their chances against Celtic? I don't know because week on Sunday. Uh, I don't know because it's a, it's an occasion. A final is an occasion where they showed what they could do against Rangers, and I, I said at the time that Celtic will need to be on the top of their game going into that. Mm-hmm. That and you know they'll have a wee eye on it now. Jota's out, Kyogo might be out, and they've got players that can can hurt you. So I don't think it will affect them too much. It's not ideal. It's not ideal. But if they get somebody in in time, then who knows. He's taking us round the kind of rocky road there, and then I say scoreline. He goes three 0 Celtic. <laughs> That's one of those ones. Well, it could be, but <laughs> no, it's too early. We'll speak to you before then, Simon. Do you think that'll affect him for the cup final? It shouldn't. It shouldn't. No. Um, look, what once uh, yesterday, Thursday, when the manager obviously gets sacked, that'll affect you for a a day. But you've got to be professional. Listen, it's it's part and parcel of the game. It's a horrible part. It's always the manager that. It gets the, the boot, it's not the, the players. Um, so they'll need, need to show a reaction. Because um, look, look, they've shown an occasion that they're a very good side. You just need to look at the semi-final against Rangers. Mm. They go and they, they dominate it and they, they deservedly win that. And then as Simon mentioned earlier on in the, the show, they go up to Ross County and get beat and their form's been so disappointing. But the, the quality of the player that Hibs have got, they should be getting better results. But ultimately, it falls on the manager. So you're both going for the draw. Well, we'll take one more just now. Then we'll hear from Ange Postacoglu about Motherwell and GVB about Hearts. Where do you want to go? Do you want to go to St. Johnson, Aberdeen? Oh, difficult uh, one. Yeah. Oh, difficult one. Yeah, just as you're, 
you're, you're telling me about the league positions there. It's an unfamiliar position for mm-hmm. St Johnston, uh, who have been very consistent winning the two cups last year and are now, like Hibs, probably finding themselves in a wee bit of a sticky patch uh, against an Aberdeen team who have got some decent results of late. That's another one that I'm going for a draw. Going for a draw? Yeah, I think so. Is Callum Davidson a possible potential manager of Hibs? Oh, well, I thought you were going to say that for, mm. for the sake. Oh, no, no, for the uh, manager of Hibs. Hey, he's got two trophies listen, why still not? there. Yep. Why not? Yep. You know, he's, he's achieved unbelievable stuff last year with the two, the two cups. Mm. I mean, that just... That's head and shoulders above anything that you can possibly dream of going into the St. Johnson uh, job. He's, he's done a great job there. He might be. He might be considered. Uh, I don't think St. Johnson fans will want to hear that right enough. Nope. But it could be a consideration, but a, another tight one. I'm going to go 1-1 one, one again. 1-1. One, so, one. Yeah, Aberdeen, a better couple of weeks for them. Barry, what do you feel Matt, tomorrow? Massive um, last week. Yeah. Uh, two home wins. They needed that. Six points. Um, they've shown that again. You look at Aberdeen and you look at the the players that have got. They, they should be doing a lot better. But that was a big um, big couple of wins for for Aberdeen. St. Johnson. Listen, I mean, Callum Davison. What, what can you say about the the job that he's done there? He, he lost two of his best players. He lost yep. his captain, Cairn. He lost Alan McCann. Who I like saying that they found themselves down there I know it's not familiar but they bounced back didn't they they were patched last year they had a, a difficult start to the season and then they kicked, they kicked on, on you just played them early on remember yep and Callum was worried um, they, they beat us 2-1 and um, they, they weren't they weren't great to be honest with you but you've seen I think around about the December period they started to kick on and yep. then obviously went and won the, the two cups but what, what a job he's done there mm-hmm. you're always at a club like St Johnson you're always going to lose your better players if offers come in. He's lost two. Semi finals again this year as well. Yep. You know, the first domestic. But I'm going to go. I think Callum Davison will get three points. He'll get three points. Yes. Could he be in the dugout at the cup final? Could he be back as a manager of Hibs? Could he be? Who well, knows? Uh, we just don't know. He's, he's going to be in the thinking. Yeah. He's got to be. Who would you appoint? Would it be Derek McInnes who. Is a terrific manager, but he's been what out of the game now since he left Aberdeen. What do you think? Kevin Thompson, is that a name? At your own Kelty Hearts? Excess player? Yep. Yeah. Well, Tom was done done brilliant this season. Um the only unbeaten team, I think. They are, yeah. You must yep. be proud. Yep. Your old players. Yeah, yep. that's your team these. I want Kelly to do well, of course. I had a brilliant two and a half years there. Um listen, there'll be a lot of names in the frame, no doubt about it. Um brilliant job to get. Good club hubs, and as I said, plenty of times, they've got very good players. You have to live in Edinburgh. <laughs> no, it's a beautiful <laughs> city. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, what's your scoreline, Finn? You reckon St. Johnson? I'll go 1 0 St. Johnson. 1 0, yeah. yeah. I see Stephen Glass is saying today in the media look, two wins isn't a turnaround yet. This league it is dog eats. But they dog. needed the two wins. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They yeah. needed them big time. Massive. Well, Aberdeen it put them in sixth position. They've got 21 points, two ahead of Hibbs. Uh, they're four behind Motherwell. Motherwell on 25 points. Dundee United also 25. Hearts on 30. Celtic on 35, Rangers mm. on 39. Barry reckons it's going to be really tight this season. Simon, do you agree? This is going to go all the way, Yeah, Rangers and Celtic. Yeah, I think so. I think I've said it before as well. I think uh, I think Celtic and Rangers will drop more points with other teams as well. I think they'll, they'll, they'll drop points and run the way. I think, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to the last couple of games. I think it'll be really tight. Having said that, you know, Celtic at this period have to 
make sure they stick on Rangers coattails to, to January the 2nd. The question will be, will Kyogo be fit? Because who'll be up front for them? Because you know, there's no Jota. I know yeah, there's no Ayeti. Jack and Marcus yeah. is injured. It's into it. Forrest has played there before. It'll be yeah. interesting to see what happens at the weekend. He's in a niggle again as James. well. Yeah, so it's, he's, he's got his work cut out, but it's an opportunity for somebody. That's always the case with injuries. It's an opportunity for somebody else. Here's the manager, Ange Postacoglu, speaking about Motherwell. Good test for us because Motherwell will be in good form, but you know, there's, there's no doubt that we're also in very good form. And you know, here at home, you know, we want to make sure that we continue um, you know, the, the momentum we've gained in the league and, and you know, play our football and, and, and you know, put pressure on you know, an opponent who obviously will, will try and stop us. So... Um, Good game for us and, and uh, one we're looking forward to, as I said, continuing with our momentum. And he said he was really pleased with the performance last night, 3-2 against uh, Real Betis. No, that's right. Um, but, you know, as I said before the game, and, you know, it's still an opportunity to platform for us to, to play our football against a very good opponent. And, uh, you know, credit to them. Uh, a lot of those boys haven't played hardly at all and, and others aren't nowhere near the, the levels of fitness needed to be to play at that intensity. So, you know, credit to them. They, they worked hard. We... we we had to battle hard at times, we played some good football other times and as I said to them after the game, it's why we push them to train hard every day so that they're ready when the opportunity comes. Super pleased for them that their efforts were rewarded in the end. Super pleased. Do you see any of the players from last night uh, coming through and getting a more regular? It's hard to tell in one game, Simon, isn't it? But you mentioned some of them earlier on who did yeah, well. They, they certainly yeah. haven't done themselves any harm. Yeah, the two lads that came in from Sheffield Wednesday uh, Shaw sure. and I don't know how you, how do you pronounce I would say Uruhudi yeah. Uruhudi so the two of them did can shift yeah very very quick mm. uh, I thought skills nice on the mm. ball scored a nice goal when he came off the bench at Tanadice so he'll be in the thinking you know I'm just in that little bit when you were doing the interview there with, with uh, Ange I'm looking at it'll be really interesting to see what the front three is it'll be really interesting I think they might only have the likes of Abada Johnston you know in the fifth Forest is fit so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how they, they line up and Motherwell Jekyll and Hyde aren't they you don't know what you're going to get with them yeah one week brilliant result next mm -hmm. week um, they, they have a poor result manager of the month Graham Alexander um, you know what always happens when <laughs> yeah, you get manager of the month um, but <laughs> he's had a few he, he has few. he has but they've got one player that stands out for me and I'm, listen it's brilliant to see when a, a, a guy has so many clubs he struggles yeah. to settle but Tony Watts found a, a place where he, he looks settled, he looks happy and listen, he's doing the hardest thing he can do in football and that's score goals. Mm -hmm. He's top of the charts, nine goals. Um, Back for Scotland. Some of, his, yeah. some of his finishes. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. the, the finish against Dundee United mm -hmm. was a brilliant finish similar to <coughs> the one against Hibs at Easter Road at, at the weekend. And if he keeps that kind of form up, he's got to be in with a shout got to be. for the Scotland got to be. squad. Got three months. When's the, the playoff? Is it March? March. Yep, March. Yep. Get three months. Mm -hmm. if, he, if, if he keeps buying the goals, then he, he has to be considered. And he's, I think, in contract just till the end of the season, isn't he? So I think, uh, you know, Motherwell would... Do, do you know when you get that, you, the amount of clubs that Tony's had over the, yeah. the course of the last five or six years, he's been somewhere six months, a year, he moves on. It just looks if Motherwell suits him and he suits Motherwell. Yeah. It, it's a good... It, it just looks if it's a... A good marriage that one and, and certainly listen it's shown on the pitch with the, the goals that he's scored and the performances he's putting in as well he looks fit mm. he looks fit and strong maybe sometimes well. players get to a stage where they, they find themselves at a club and it isn't a long career 
it isn't a long career in football. So he's maybe just settled now. He looks a wee bit of stability at Motherwell and he's he's banging the goals and am I right to say he's top goal scorer? Yep. He's yes. got his premiership, so yep. he keeps that up. You know, he'll be considered for the, the national team. It's not many people who can say I'm almost fed up hearing about my goal for Celtic against Barcelona. Yeah, you know, because people talk about you there. Yeah, yep. I was there. I took my son. Uh, yep. Incredible experience for when that was when he scored a, ah, he's kidding. Oh me. yeah, I, I, <laughs> you're too sharp. Um, some breaking news here at the media conference today when uh, when the manager Van Bronckhurst was being interviewed by our own Joe Henry. So her dog jumped up and, and wouldn't stop jumping up and down. So you'll see it on the, on the socials. Uh, they're talking here about uh, sort of dog names and all the rest of it. So she's trying to ask him a question and the dog's jumping up and down and barking. So Kmar Woof, oh somebody's dear. saying. Oh dear. <laughs> Any news on Ryan Jack Russell? <laughs> and uh, what's that one? Nathan Patterdale. Is that a dog? Patterdale, yep. Uh, more of these and uh, more football next. <laughs> The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go! Thanks, Chris. Go Radio Football Show. The weekend is here. Simon, how much do you love a Friday night into the weekend? Yeah, looking forward to the games as usual. Uh, I'm fortunate enough to start it, as we've said before, with my kids' football in the morning. We'll take something in in the afternoon. I'm at Celtic Park uh, working on Sunday. So, yeah, uh, we'll fun packed weekend. Yeah, we're on five hours on Sunday. Davy Proven is here and the former Rangers star Chris Burke is going to be with us as well. So Craig Moore is away this weekend, Barry. He's uh, seeing more and more. We see him on the television as well, Big Oz. Oh, where's he away? I'm not sure. I don't know. No, I can't tell you for security him. reasons. Yeah. Social security. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll text and ask so, him. He's um, jet, he's, uh, he's jet setting everywhere oh, these days. Out. Yeah, I'm going to tell you where he is. Um, <laughs> oh, it's his birthday on Sunday. Uh-huh. That's why December's a big month, isn't it, for yep. the birthdays? So birthdays. good luck. Enjoy it, Craig. Can't believe he's not here though on his birthday. But uh, what Craig age, Moore, what, what age is he? Fifty. He's forty-five. No, no, Higher, 46. I would say same age as me. Okay, we'll do that. Played against him through the Mm -hmm. the years. Okay, talk among yourselves. Don't worry about the rest of the nation here. (laughs) 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 76-year-old. Championship tomorrow, Ayr against Hamilton. Hamilton beginning to improve. Um, I see Aidan McAdam, the goalkeeper at Ayr, was... uh, he threw the, the toilet roll back at, at the fans or whatever. Too many people throwing things on the pitch, Barry. They, I mean, they are. Yeah, people. You get banned for that. I get, they, they got in trouble. A, yeah. A two, correct me if I'm wrong here. I think it was a two game. I think so, yeah. Ban. Terrific young goalkeeper. Hi, Aiden. He listens in to the programme. Oz is going to be 46. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So we've got. Um, Ayr against Hamilton, Dunfermline against Queen of the South, Morton against Inverness, Cali Thistle, Partick Thistle against Arbroath, Wraith Rovers, Kilmarnock. Some great games there, aren't there? Is that odds on to you? No, yeah. no, no. I'm, I'm just laughing yeah. at Morton and Inverness. I, I wonder in- where um, Dodgy's Inverness will get changed. Um, obviously, yeah. I wasn't happy with the, no. the facilities that were on, on show at Capolo. Um, so that'll be a... That'll be a feisty encounter, that one. Paper said that there might be, there could be a boycott threat over the disgusting, they said, facilities down there. I must say, I feel for players, um, and I know there's COVID regulations, but should they not be in the dressing rooms now? They're all in bubbles. I mean, this is... We were playing in Arshatov last Saturday, so the boys are not going to get dirty. Yeah. Right. But it was blowing a gale and raining. 
absolute freezing conditions and the boys come in and they still can't get a shower. They then have to travel from obviously Methyl all the way back to some Edinburgh, some Glasgow. It's no ideal. Um, Who's making up these rules? It's nonsense. They need to get it's a grip. It's certainly, yeah. it's no use no. down the leagues. Uh, my short spell at breaking, we went mm. to Elgin and honest to goodness, the boys were getting changed. It was like a, a stable outside. You know, it was outside. It had no doors. It was open. It was... Christmas. Yeah. And, Christmas. And, <laughs> I mean, it's terrible. It is. The, the, you know, the, and then, as you say, they have to go on a bus and go back down. You're, you're not washed. It's... But Simon, who makes this up? Is no it middle-aged people? And I say that someone who's... You know, what, what are they doing? The fat cats making yeah. these things up. Get a grip and get it sorted. These young men and women deserve to be treated properly. Yep. And they should be in the dressing rooms. Of course, that. I mean, this is utter tosh. Get yourself jabbed. Um, get the booster when you're ready for it. Because um, it's entertainment. How badly did we miss football? And we don't want to go back to that. Um, when it was off completely, remember? And then when there were no fans whatsoever. I mean, they do. The fat cats need to get... It needs a bit of change in Scottish football. When are we going to get VAR? When are we going to get a sponsor there for it? When are the clubs going to get the kind of money in here that we deserve? We shouldn't be that far behind um, England. And I know England's got the... It's the biggest league in the world now, but we're going back the way. Um, you know, why can't we compete with Holland? Ajax, for example, you know, look at the, their model. They're not that much bigger than the two Glasgow Giants. In fact, they're not in terms of the, the fans, but look at how they do one in all Europe. Six, all six of their games in the... Uh, yeah, they're the, the only ones yeah. to win all six. It's yeah. never been done. I'm not quite sure where I'm going with this rant. Barry, help me out here. <laughs> the Go Radio Football Show. I, I, I like when you go in a wee rant. I like the word Tosh. Tosh. But Barry, this, these are people who are not... I mean, it's years since I've played amateur football, but can you imagine? It, it certainly it, doesn't help. And as I say, going down the leagues... Oh, it's, yeah. it's, we're, it's still, we're still in, obviously, two separate dressing rooms, even yeah. in, in a stadium. Right. You can't hold... Uh, Which in itself why? brings problems for you with your... Yeah. You've only got your start preparation, in preparation yeah. and Then the yeah. substitutes are 30, 40 yards down in another room. And you yeah. can't involve them. I, I mean, I'd... I like everybody in together yep. the 18 that you've selected um, but listen it's the rules we've got to stick with the rules if you don't stick with the rules Paul you obviously get in trouble um, but our guys are testing we're testing three times a week obviously um, and when they come back neg negative I don't see why they can't be in the room together yeah. if they've come back negative but I don't make the rules up and it's not just our club all the lower league clubs are the same and even the Premier League teams some great games in your division, Barry. Airdrie against Queen's Park. Both have spent time at the top of the table. Your own Alloa against Clyde. Dumbarton, Montrose. Falkirk against Cove Rangers. And Peterhead against East Fife. And in the second division, then, yeah, the only team in the country, I think, undefeated. Kelty Hearts, your old team, will be up against Albion Rovers. There's Annan against Elgin. Forfer against Stirling Albion. Stennis Muir, Edinburgh City. And Stranraer against Cowdenbeath. Now, we're going to hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, but we didn't expect this, did we? That uh, when our own Joe Henry was interviewing him, then her dog, Dexter, jumped up, and uh, this is what happened. Um, can I ask your thoughts on what you've seen so far in working with Nathan and perhaps how likely we are to see more of him in the coming weeks? You have a beautiful dog. Oh, dog coming you. to the screen. <laughs> I, uh, no, I'm really happy with Nathan. Is um... yep. Well, we heard that about Nathan Patterson. So the dog, uh, James has given us one here. Uh, what about uh, Connor Goldson Retriever? <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you, James. Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen. He's actually proud of that. Seventeen, seven hundred. He is. It's Friday night. Yeah, I think he's buzzing with that. He's ready to be out there tonight, isn't he? The weekend starts here in Glasgow Zone. Go Radio. Thanks for making the switch. We're on from five uh, every evening. Um, the manager was speaking about Rangers' result last night, and also looking forward to the game with Hearts. Well, like we, uh, like we always do against every opponent. Watch a lot of footage. Of the teams, uh, prepare the team well in uh, in uh, having the ball and and uh, and also uh, defending. So uh, you know that can be different against every opponent we play. You know we can expect a very difficult game, but uh, I'm sure uh, <coughs> my players will be prepared to uh, to face this challenge as well. On the bench last night, they had uh, Alan McGregor and McCrory Tavernier, the captain, Arfield, Aribo. Bakuna, Davis and Kelly. How many of them will come back, do you think, for the game on Sunday, Barry? What do you reckon? Um, 100% Alan McGregor. Yep. Tavernier, Aribo, Davis and Arfield. For the game with Hearts. It yep. is a th- and it makes yep. me smile, game against Hearts going to town, Castle. I mm. don't know what, what Sid thinks, but I used to love playing there. Loved it. Aye. Um, what a place to play. They're right, they're touch tight to you when you, the ball goes out. The touch line, they're, they're screaming and shouting at you. I'll, I just love playing at Tyne Castle and I, th- I think it's going to be a brilliant game on Sunday. Look, Hearts, the season that Robbie Nielsen's had, he, he came in for, I thought, unfair criticism last year, if I'm being honest with you. Mm. He'd done his job. What did they have to do was get out of the Championship, won the league and look at them this year. Um, sitting third, they'll be looking forward to Rangers coming but the Rangers boys, used to love that bus journey along M8 going to Tyne Castle brilliant place to play your football on the line now Craig in Cumbernauld is on a Rangers fan Craig good evening good evening uh, Paul Barry how are you doing how are you doing good Craig? to hear you you'll Craig. be I would think pleased last night what about for Sunday how many of the team would you bring back in uh, I, I, I would agree with Barry I think in the main I think you would have to have Davis Arfield or Ebo um, McGregor definitely mm-hmm. Um because, you know, I mean, he is the number one. I also think if you put McLaughlin in, given his history with Hearts, um, he'll certainly take a lot of stick. And sometimes when he's not even the number one keeper, you maybe don't want that to detract, say, the rest of the game. So I think it's probably a better idea to just put McGregor back in. That's a good point. Uh, Here's Arfield's take on it. Scott Arfield was speaking about the game. I think if you ask anybody in Scottish football, they, they say that this is this is the ground where you want to play in a... And an away fixture with the stand so close to it. I've got mates that are Hearts fans, so I know everything about them. They've been they've been talking a lot, so they're uh, they're going great in the league. Robbie Nielsen's got them playing some great stuff, so it's shaping up for a wonderful game, and hopefully we can get the three points we need. Craig, what about Scott Arfield? If you were GVB, would you be getting a new contract? Would you be saying to Ross Wilson, "Let's get let's get the paperwork done"? Oh, hundred percent. I think the thing with Scott Arfield is that. You know, he's the kind of guy who every time he's out in that pitch, he'll give you 100%. No matter what, you know, I've seen his play games with played Rotten, and he's there with the game against Hibs. He was the only player, really, maybe a wee bit of stretch, who was actually giving it his all um, to the last minute. Um, obviously, got the goal that got his back in the game, and he's just he's tenacious that way. Um, and I think he needs a bit of that uh, in, in the dressing room, and I think absolutely I'd be getting him a, a new contract. Mm-hmm. Immediately, um, because I think he's a very important player. Plus, to be honest, I can't 
with all due respect to him, with his age, I'm not sure it will be that difficult to get him to sign a new contract. Because yeah. is he going to go to a bigger club than Rangers now? Probably not. Mm-hmm. No, I think uh, Barry, you you agree? You said it earlier in the program. Sign him up. Yeah, I, I would 100. percent um, As I said, he's he scores goals. What what the interview with you played earlier on the very mm-hmm. first interview about been left out of the team. Yeah. Um, it, obviously, you're not happy when you get left out of the team, but he strikes me as a guy you would want about the dressing room, you want about the, the place. But listen, the most important thing is, Scott Arfield's a good footballer, mm. and that's what Rangers need to keep, guys like him. And I'd would be i be really surprised um, if Rangers are not trying to, to tie Scott Arfield down for another season at least. They would miss him. Craig, what did you want to ask or a point? You know, you're a great... You... I, I wanted to ask you guys, um, so obviously <clears> yesterday getting the draw was good in Leon, absolutely, but um, when you look at the teams who we could get in this playoff round, I actually wonder if the guys would agree with me. Obviously, we'll all look at Sheriff and go, that's mm-hmm. the one. Mm-hmm. I think now might be a great time to play Barcelona. I know they've still got good players, I'm not disputing that, but actually, I don't know if the guys would agree. I think you've as good a chance now as you'll ever have to go and beat Barcelona, I really do, because I don't think they're certainly not that powerhouse they used to be. You know, they're, they're dropping into Europa League playoff. That tells you where they've kind of fell. So I actually wouldn't mind them either. I think that's the two I would want would be Sheriff or Barca. Genuinely think it's a good thing for them. Simon? It's an interesting way of looking at it. I mean, he's absolutely correct, uh, Craig, in terms that Barcelona are a shadow of their former mm-hmm. self, you know, but you're talking about the Barcelona team quite easily could have been the best club team of all time mm-hmm. you know with your Messi's and Chavis and Iestas and even of late still having Suarez and Neymar guys like that I watched a bit of the game against Bayern Munich the other night they still have good players they still have good players and I think the glamour of Barcelona coming to Ibrox you know would whet the appetite of all the Rangers fans I can see the other side of it with the likes of Sheriff I don't know much about Sheriff but I don't think there'll be mugs no. I don't think there'll be mugs but yeah it's it, Whatever way you look at it, you know, they've got to the knockout stages of the Europa League. You need to take your hat off to that. It's exciting times for the Rangers fans after uh, the turn of the year. But yeah, Barcelona would be a hell of a tie. Barry Ferguson, you had one of your toughest nights in football in the Camp Nou. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, to... after about, yeah. Um, I need to think, but after 14 minutes to nil down, um, you're thinking to yourself, I've got at least 76 minutes to go here. Um, but listen, there's, there's, Definitely know the same team they were, no doubt about it. I agree with Craig, listen, it might be an opportunity that um, you would fancy your chances, certainly at home. I, I would fancy my chances against anybody at home, if I'm honest with you, even the, the best club team in the, the world. Um, when you get 52,000 fans at Ibrox, European nights, they're special occasions. Um, so look, whoever they get, I would fancy the chances of getting a good result at home. Away is a bit different. You, you don't know, obviously, Borussia Dortmund and Porto are, are really good teams in Barcelona at home, uh, at home. Sorry, away from home at the now camp. It's going to be difficult. But listen, the way that Rangers are playing, they're full of confidence. When you get out of the group stages, you've got to expect to come up against higher mm. calibre of opposition. So I don't think they'll be too concerned who they get. Craig? Ten Castle at the weekend. What's your prediction? Uh, I think I'll go two one um, to to Rangers, obviously, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, because I think the Hearts sort of we slide just now. So again, I think we are kind of 
starting to find a bit of form, just as he's is somewhat dipped. So, and they've got injuries, which tells me it's probably not a bad time to go to Tencastle. However, it will still be a very tough game. Morelis, back for you. What do you think? 100%. 100%, yep, you're a Morelis man. And Celtic against Motherwell, what do you feel? Oh, well, I mean, it depends because Celtic very well went to that one bit of strikers and I couldn't believe that they played for the hash last night and then he just put Johnston in the middle. But mm. I actually think 1-1. I think Motherwell can get a point there if Celtic are, you know, looking short in terms of personnel. And have you any views on Stephen Jarrett, how he's doing at Aston Villa and he's at Liverpool this weekend? <laughs> well, listen, I think Stevie G's, you know, he'll get a hero's welcome, deservedly so. Um, and I think he's doing well. I actually would not put it past him to go there and uh, cause a wee upset against really? Liverpool because he's got, he's, uh, he's got good players at, yeah. at Villa. Sure. Um He's got them playing the same way that we were playing. Um, so any Premier League manager really should just go and watch Rangers clips for the last couple of years if you want to know what Gerrard's going to do. Um, but no, I think I like his job he's doing. Um, so for me, absolutely. Why not? I'd fancy a uh, Maybe not a win, but a draw at least. You'll get some reception, I would imagine, Barry, back at Anfield. Yeah, that, yeah. no doubt about it. Um, what can you say about him? One of the, the, the best midfielders that's that's been. And what he done at Liverpool... Um, was phenomenal. What what a player he was. He was. Yep. He was brilliant. And listen, I know a lot of Rangers fans are a bit disappointed they left and whatever. But listen, he was good for not just Rangers. He was good for Scottish football as for well. Sure. A big name like that coming up there. And and listen, Rangers just move on now. They've got a new manager in place. The last five games, I'm sure Craig will agree with me. And most of the Rangers fans will be really happy the way that Gio settled in. Um, so listen, he done great. Mm. He brought a lot of happiness last season. Time moves on and Rangers move on and Steven Gerrard moves on. Who is going to win, Barry? Who do you reckon? Out of of uh, Villa playing against Liverpool. I can't Liverpool. see past Liverpool. No. Liverpool are just phenomenal. Um, I have watched a, lot, a couple of games of Stevie G's Aston Villa. Mm -hmm. um, watched them against Leicester. First half they weren't great. Second half they were really good. They deserved the win. Um, but I can't see past Liverpool. Certainly Anfield are. Mm -hmm. They're just a, they're a machine here. Machine. Team. Yep. Simon? Yeah, good description. Machine. Uh, they've got Van Dyke back this season and they look back to you know the form that they, they won the league with a couple of seasons back Salah for me one of the best in the world best uh, in the world maybe at the moment possibly, possibly. I, I like the wee guy Silva at Man City Aye. but yeah, yeah. for uh, goals as well Salah uh, he's, he's right up there and that'll be a good game at the weekend it'll be an emotional game for Stevie G obviously going back to, to Anfield uh, but I fancy Liverpool OK Craig thanks for your call the Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go! On the line, Celtic up against Motherwell on Sunday just after Rangers play at Tynecastle. And Terry is on the line, a Celtic fan. Good evening, Terry. Good evening, Paul. Good evening, lads. How you doing? Yeah, you know, Terry. all good. Yeah, the weekend's here. Terry, what are you thinking? You want to speak, I think, about Furuhashi. Oh, it's about Furuhashi and obviously the ratings uh, injury as well. I mean, obviously nothing's really come out today in regards to Kyogo. So I think earlier on in the season he was injured as well and then he ended up coming back quicker. So, But I think with the, the Yeti thing, it's a blessing in disguise because if he hadn't been injured as well, he would obviously have got the nod. And I just don't think he cuts a mustard, really. So I think this maybe gives an opportunity to guys 
they might not have got that opportunity by that, whether that be Mikey Johnson through the middle or even Abada through the middle. So I just think, I, it's, I'm not, I'm not saying it's, it might work out a good thing for us. They're certainly quiet about it today. We're just watching to hear, Simon, if yep. there's any news. Simon, have you heard anything from inside Celtic? I haven't. You know, I've been looking at it, obviously concerned uh, from a Celtic point of view, uh, your top striker. Uh, I thought they were quite quiet with Jota as well and then mm-hmm. obviously that blow came out with the hamstring injury. I think mm-hmm. this is a similar injury. Uh, unlike Terry, I, f- I feel a wee bit so. I know what you're saying, Ayeti hasn't found anything like top form at Celtic, but I, f- I felt sorry for him limping off last night, you know, getting his, his chance and, and breaking mm-hmm. down. Uh, but yeah, again, agreeing with Terry, I think it gives other people opportunities. I remember uh, Mikey Johnson playing through the middle at Ibrox. Yeah, that's right. But I don't think he I think he found himself, he was up there on his own and he didn't have the, the best of times. Uh, no. So whether they, they look to, to put him through the middle or a bad guy, certainly has the pace, but we've only kind of seen him on, on the right-hand side. Uh, so as I said earlier on in the show, it'll be interesting to see what Ange goes with on Sunday. Barry, a badder maybe, through the middle? Yeah, listen, he's clutching at straws in terms of a, a centre-forward, so he'll need to come up with... With, with something um, it's, a pit, it's a pity they don't actually have a youngster coming through there that, yeah. what, what a chance that would there, be there might be there might be there somebody might be we don't, there, there, yeah. there might You're be right. an 18 you know but listen I, I do think it will either be Mikey Johnson or Abada or I don't know the script with, with James Forrest I know he came off at half time against um, Dundee United mm. he's played through I've seen a couple of times he's yep. played through the middle for Celtic in the past um, so it'll be interesting to see what the who, who does mm-hmm. play through the middle but you, you still look at like Mikey Johnson and, and Abada they've got pace to burn they've, mm-hmm. they've got good ability um, and as I said they're wide players naturally but they, they'll be able to fill a gap for a game or two but it'll be a concern for Celtic supporters mm-hmm. Kyogo being out because let's be honest with you, he's, he's lit the place up isn't he, with his movement sure. and his, his goals uh, what about uh, Mikey Johnson came so close late on last night Terry didn't he and what about the players 11 changes um, proud of your team oh it was, it was refreshing to see that for a change like sometimes you get into these games and there's one or two changes but for the amount of changes he made fair mm. play him and, and enjoyed the game it was good to see all these guys playing um, regards to Mikey Johnson I mean he's been about the first team for what, three mm. four years now and I still think he makes the wrong choice sometimes in regards to certain passes he should be making but I, I suppose he's still learning so I was, a, to say, I was good to see different players mm. well, What's your scoreline then for I'm about to ask Barry and Simon what do you reckon then Celtic against Motherwell? You do this every time with me Paul every time I always <laughs> Yeah. I've just got to go for I hope we score one more than the opposition <laughs> and does that mean if I ask you the Rangers result it'll be the same thing you say but one less oh. <laughs> aye, all the time all the, probably let's not think too far ahead we need to just keep keeping on Rangers coattails here well it's vital for you isn't it because four points you know that's not a lot but you don't no, want it to be seven but, points. I mean, no, not, you don't want no. it to go to seven. And I mean, I think there's a, there's a point with this cup final. We're going to have a game in hand, but then yep. I don't know if we play it the Wednesday afterwards. But you don't want all that starting. So we need to just this is a big, big game on Sunday for us. Terry, who's the new manager of Hibs? Give us a name. Neil Lennon. <laughs> Thank you. Cheers for that. So Neil Lennon, he's been mentioned as well. Um, he did well at Hibs, but he's gone. He's been mentioned for Ipswich, hasn't he? Yeah, Perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Listen, he's been there and, and did well at Hibs uh, before. 
nothing surprising in this game. <laughs> okay. We were actually guessing it off, off air there, so Terry fancies Lenny to take over there. We'll see. We'll Who's see what there? happens. Thanks, Terry. He's honest anyway. There's no point in asking the Rangers score, was it? Same no, thing. Listen, but he's, he's open on it. Of I course. don't mind that. Listen, listen, he's a Celtic fan. He wants his team to win and he, he wants his rivals to, to get beat. Yep. Listen, it's, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Terry, thanks very much for calling in. Enjoy the game. Um, right, we'll come back to those games. What about Dundee United against Livingston? So, Barry, what do you think? Well, Livingston got to uh, take a lot of confidence. Brilliant result on Wednesday night. Mm. Um, Dundee United, that's a tough one. They're, they're, that card on Saturday, I think Sid had said mm. that, they're all going to be real tight encounters. Mm-hmm. I can see a goal in each game, a, a draw. I'm going to go Livingston. Wow, there you go. you're going for Livy, mm-hmm. right? That would be a roll for them, wouldn't it, after uh, the result the other night? So yeah, great result. Yeah. Yeah. Simon, uh, what do you think? Well, there's, there's three more after this, so not all are draws, but this is my last of the draws. I'm going one each again. I think this will be tight, and I think they will share the spoils up at Tannadice. Right, you think a share of the spoils. If Barry gets the result he thinks, then Livy would go on, on to 19 points, so huge, isn't it? Difficult team yeah. to play, Livy, okay. uh, and a great three points. Okay. Ross County against Dundee. Simon, what do you think? I'm going to go for a home win. Ah, I'm going yeah. to go for Ross County. I think sometimes players don't really like to travel, you know, as far north as that. It's at that particular time of year mm-hmm. as well, not particularly warm. So I'm going to go Ross County 2 0. Well, we put them on to 14 points um, and maybe take them off the bottom. Um, what do you think, Barry? Yeah, another game that's going to be close. A goal in it. I'm going to go Dundee 1 2 1. Dundee, okay. Yeah. Uh, what about well we mentioned St Johnson Aberdeen um, scoreline for you on that one Barry just to check St Johnson against 1-0 St Johnson you're going for St Johnson of course and St Mirren Aberdeen you both think it's going to be the draw yep what about uh, Sunday uh, Hearts against Rangers then at 12 o'clock Simon looking forward to that we'll be on air here with yep. uh, Chris Burke David that could Proven. be game of the weekend I think that'll, mm-hmm. that'll be a real test for Rangers going through there I think as Scott Arfield and Fergus said it's a it's a good place to go and play your football uh, really hostile atmosphere but you know some players quite like that I did uh, going through there but I think Rangers will shade it the odd goal and I'm going to go with I can't remember who the caller was but I'm going to agree with them and go 2-1 Rangers I think Cammy early on Cammy. said that let's hear GVB before we hear from BF you know in my, uh, well, my I think five we have games to, uh, here as I said we have to be uh, very uh, strong on the ball it's a difficult place to come so they will put pressure on us which we did really well against Lyon Lyon uh, wanted to pressure us also really early and really high I think we were very in control by then and make the right uh, decisions uh, with the ball. We could uh, go away from the press at, at, at good times in the, in the game. You know, be defensively solid to also make sure that uh, hearts cannot be dangerous uh, in the box. We have, to, we have to have a good overall performance and be an, at the top of our game to, uh, to have a good result on Sunday. So Rangers start with 20, 39 points, a uh, plus 22 goal difference against Hearts in third spot there, plus 11 with 30 points. Barry, what's it going to be Sunday? Rangers are going to go to 42 points. I think it's going to be it's going to be a real test for them. But I think the formation that Hearts play will suit Rangers away from home. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go Rangers by a couple of goals, 2-0. And Celtic against Motherwell? It's going to be the same result, Celtic. 
I'll beat Muddle 2 0. I don't think it'll affect them. We obviously missing two of their probably most important players, um, Jota mm. and Kyogo. But I don't think it'll, um, it'll matter. I think Celtic will win the game 2 0. Both of them, Rangers and Celtic, yes. are on a roll, aren't they? Domestically yep. and, I, you know, Europe as well. I, I yeah. do think throughout the season there will be a few points dropped here and there. But mm. at this moment in time, I think both are too strong just now. Simon, you'll be there on Celtic TV, so we'll be watching and hearing you. What's it going to be? Yeah, I agree with Barry. I think both teams are on form at the moment, and I see, despite losing the players, uh, I'll take a little bit of heart from the, the reaction at Tannadice last week when they lost it to Jota. I think the guys that have come in have showed you know they're more than capable. I don't think it'll be easy, but I'm going the same scoreline two 0 Celtic. Thanks, Simon. Thank you very much. Stevie Lennon is coming up next. Barry, good luck up against Danny Lennon tomorrow. Thank you. <laughs> Aloha against Clyde. James, where did that one come from? Barry enjoyed it tonight. Glasgow on a roll, the two big ones uh, yesterday. Yep. yep, yep. Good results and I think they'll continue that over the weekend. Fantastic. Thanks to everyone who joined us all week. We're back uh, you on liked Sunday. That one, didn't you? <laughs> 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 it's almost, almost as bad as the dog one. Oh, no, <laughs> that's right. Calvin Bassey Hound. Was that the best one? Yeah, Joe Henry's It certainly dog, wasn't yeah. James's, yeah. the producer. Yeah, no. Oh, that, was, that, what was that? Connor Goldson. Goldson Retriever. Yeah, yeah he's, he's laughing through he's the window. He's himself that, you know, Absolutely it. loving it. Stevie Lennon's next. <laughs> The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only.